What's going on, fam? This is K.R. Jones of the Off The Strength Podcast, and I am here to tell you to like, listen, subscribe, and if you're feeling freaky, visit offthestrength.com. That's where you can go and get more information on us. That's where we can link, we can build, we can connect, and let's make this thing work. Hold it back, Kyle. <laughs> we, got, we got 213 episodes, man. Excuse of, me. You get two totally different women confused. <laughs> Which is horrible and maybe slightly racist. <laughs> My right, apologies. Spin it back. <laughs> My apologies. I'm gonna slide past that one. But what I will say is that I've been hot since the birth of my son. I remain unfazed. Trust worse has been done. DLB season is upon us. Talking about Aubrey Graham. It's the pretty boys versus the petty boys. Yo, I think hip hop got into wellness and they combined. It might be a thing. <laughs> Stretch it, re-up, and flip it. You, you better just, believe it. You just keep redoing it. <laughs> Leave that shit in there. I need that count and everything. Too sexy for this sir, too sexy for your girl, too sexy for this world, too sexy for this ice, too sexy for that jack, yeah, yeah. What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off the Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I got a gentleman of extraordinary league. K.R. Jones is in the building. That's right, folks. We are back. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all type from near and far, you are now in store for a treat because it's the return of the variety show. That's when we give you our best foot forward. So hopefully you take your best foot forward. You do that two-step, that tango, whatever it is you need to do to make it on through the week with the best goddamn wellness information possible. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Best on the market, Kyle. Damn right. Top five, dead or alive. Top two, not two. How about you, Brother Jones? What's going on this week, man? How you doing? Man, I I think you said it all right there. You set the tone. This week has been, man, I got to go deep into the vocabulary for this one. Okay. Tumultuous. Okay. (laughs) Hectic. Hectic. Okay. If you will. Let Uh, them know what's going on, bro. Man, Brooklyn was underwater on the first. Bro, damn sure it was. So so we all went swimming on then. I I personally was affected through that. Man. You know what I'm saying? So just when you go up on that high, you know, that low right there waiting for you. My man, you gotta know that I know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, well aware. Well aware. Uh, and you know, prayers and appreciation to everybody out there that was impacted by the hurricane that swept through and, and got definitely a lot of the brothers and sisters out there. But I saw my man actually having to deal with that. Bro, I really wish I could have came out there and helped you oh, clean man. on up. But it's all good, bro. I know how to swim, you know what I mean? So yeah. Solid. Yo, Franklin but, Avenue was a pool, bro. Franklin, Tompkins, Subways, the BQE, you name it. All of that. For all the people that ain't in New York, I'm sure you've seen the videos, but it just looked crazy. You you really forget that you live on an island. Until. Until it overflows. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, we do live on an island. Yeah, for real. Impressed everybody that was in Louisiana as well. They got hit pretty hard about this whole thing, man. It's been a rough week on the weather side, man. Climate change ain't no joke. No jokes at so, all, brother. No jokes at all. But anything positive in your week, man. Ah, positive is a stretch. I just wanted to, I just wanted to see if it was something there. <laughs> no, you know what positive was? You know, shout out to all the folks that pulled up to Tuesday's roll up and roll out class. There for we sure. go. That was definitely a positive before the madness on Wednesday. You know, the seminal moment of the class, Tony. Let's hear it. Was 
I, I queued everybody up for a nice camel pose, right? For the yogis out there, you know what a camel is, but for those that don't. For the lay person. For the lay person. God give it to me. It's a, it's a heart opening move, right? So you're opening almost your heart chakra, your throat chakra, all the things. So uh, I'm queuing this pose up and, and summer madness drops. Woo. I'm talking cool in the game. I'm talking the live version. Mm -hmm. So you know how it creeps up. And if you know the, the the original, it starts with the intro and then it goes into Summer Madness. Just walk that bass line on out. So we queuing it up and the, and the, dun, 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 the, the highs, Boom. all of that was going. We, we The heart is open, the chest is open, the subway rolls past. It's a little smoke in the air. It was just one of those moments where I, I had my eyes closed because I was in it. And I looked up and everybody else was in it. And I'm like, yeah, that's, this is what the class is about right here. Mm. So that was too. A seminal moment inside of Brooklyn. And it was August 31st. It was like the last day of August. So like okay. the summer madness coming to a close. And then September 1st, we got we got hit in the face. Because you opened up that heart, man. Yeah, yeah. And the levees broke. Started pouring. <laughs> You never know once you get open, you know, you're bound to get into anything, man. You already. But how about you, man? How's your week been, brother? Man, I started off the week on a high note, my brother. I got to tell you that I was out there trying to get some inspiration for my creative funk that I was in a little bit. You know, I think there's always going to be highs and lows in any kind of artistry that you do, man. And a good way I like to recharge, brother, that I was happy I got a chance to dip into. I checked out MoMA this week, man. Got a solid refill just walking through the halls, looking at some of the masterworks that's inside there. But just even being able to like actually be good enough to at this point move around, fam. I was on top of the top of cloud nine for me. For the uh, lay person, what is the moment again? The Museum of Modern Art inside of New York City. Ha ha Yes. There you go. I'm much more of a fan of the modern art side. I yeah. It speaks to me. It's a little bit more contemporary. I don't like a bunch of them dead-looking white people on the Yeah, wall. that shit gets weird after a while. It's like, all oh, y'all was slave owners. You yeah. Know? You ain't going to see me pull up to too many of the, like... I don't see myself represented in that Certain period work. pieces just not coming across. They ain't really <laughs> had no sauce, neither. It just yeah. all looked kind of stale and dry. I like to dive in at about 1970. <laughs> <laughs> just come back. Ah, here's yeah. the colored stuff. <laughs> Anything before that, the non-colored section? You can miss me for sure. I don't really dive in too deep, man. I see where it was coming from, but it was like, yeah, there's a lot of hate in your picture. I don't really understand where this is at. It was more than hate. <laughs> yeah. It's not segregation in this, yeah, yeah, yeah. In this so hue of blue. Yeah, man. I don't really get too deep into that shit. You know what I mean? But, you know, when you get more contemporary, you get to see people that was moving around and you can actually look up and see what they was about, understand what they were going through and the lens that they were trying to operate when they was creating their art, man. It gives me a little bit of hope because a lot of them things on that walls inside there, man, is coming from a position of strife, coming from a position of anguish, coming from a position of I needed to make something beautiful out of an ugly time, Kyle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if that is the thing that led people to make something to put up on a wall inside the middle of Manhattan to have people want to pay millions of dollars but can't even buy this shit, like, I, I know I got enough source material inside of my life to put something on some good walls too, bro. So I'm ready for it. Sound like you're doing some retooling. You better believe it, my man. You know what I mean? And, and if you were, were painting the picture, mm -hmm. you know, I, I would have to ask. You know, I would have to ask a professional, Tony. Sometimes I think that the people in this institution and in the White House are really losing contact and not knowing what's going on with the American people. 
In case you don't know, I would seek the tutelage of a professional, Brother Jones. I like where you was going with that. Now it's time for that ATP, baby. What's up? I was asking you. You the professional. Well, I do have a question that came in from Samantha this week, Brother Jones. Samantha? Samantha asked us a question. She's a faithful listener out there. And the do we know this, Samantha on the show? This Samantha? is not the same Samantha, so ah, I wasn't trying to give that out. But, my bad. you know, this is a listener Samantha. That's Shout a common name. Shout out to you, name. Sam. You know. Shout out to the other Sam, too. You know, I yeah. salute to her all day, you know. But this Sam is asking from the layperson's perspective, Kyle, about weight loss in all the right places. Skipping through a little bit of Sam's message over here. She was asking about, in relation to our episode that came across, the quarantine thick. That was Sam's well. episode, wasn't it? It was not Sam's episode. You keep throwing this woman out here for a bunch of stuff. Because we know. was talking about the booty. That's not the same thing. No. You're talking about a whole different person right now. You, you, you reaching. But it ain't happening. Pull it back, Kyle. <laughs> we, got, we got 213 episodes, man. Excuse of, me. You're getting, you getting two, two totally different women confused. <laughs> Which is horrible and maybe slightly racist. <laughs> My All apologies. Right, spin it back. <laughs> My apologies. So, the listener, Samantha, <laughs> has a question about some weight gain that she had during the quarantine. Some of the weight gain that she had, Kyle, she actually does want to keep, but she does want to lose a couple LBs as well. So, speeding through some of the stuff that she was talking about, how do you lose weight from her waist in particular, but keep her curves that she put on when this quarantine thick came around, bro? She wants to understand, can you really make certain areas get a little slimmer and keep the ones that you like a little extra cushion for, you know, whatever activities she was getting into. <laughs> the Yeah, for sure. The little love handle, actually. Whatever it is. You know, you know? I ain't even going to touch that. I'm going to slide past that one. <laughs> but what I will say is that, for one, in all honesty, there's no such thing as spot reduction. Mm -hmm. That should never be your goal. So if you are looking to you know, lose a few pounds, but keep what you had in certain places, so to speak, you know, popular regions, if you will. I yeah, think yeah. we referred to it as, uh, what was it, the backyard with a swing set? That's, 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 that's exactly what it was. <laughs> so if you're trying to keep that backyard and that swing set, right, you need to focus on movements that will activate the glutes. That will keep them firing your your kettlebell swings, your glute raises, your hip raises, and all that. But if you're trying to slim down the waist, think about what you're eating, right? Think about that that food consumption. So, am I eating that pizza more times than I'm eating that salad? Is really what it comes down to. Am I eating my greens or am I eating my breads and pastas and everything else under the sun? When you typically focus on high green meals, lean protein, so to speak, I think that's when you can really focus in and capitalize on the work that you're putting in. And I do echo the same sentiment about spot reduction. Unfortunately, we can't just be like, I only want to lose weight from my waist. And this was my primary concern when we was talking about the brother Kiss, but we're not going to go back into what the melt belt situation not was bringing the about. Belt. We can't do that, right? Spot reduction does not exist. What will happen is the place that you tend to gain weight first will be the place that you tend to lose weight from first. So unfortunately, since we don't really get to control that on a real level naturally, 
if you see something that you like and that's the first place that you gain weight, that's probably going to be the first place that it came off. But much like my brother Kyle was saying, you can make the muscle underneath that tissue get a little bit more firm and get a little bit more, more tone, and that'll help you keep any aesthetic goal that you might want in the regions that are not necessarily going to be the places that you can just sculpt with your dietary practices. Additionally, just to, to cap that off, man, I would say really think about your goal, right? What is it that you want? Do you want to be stronger? Is it just solely aesthetic? Do you want your clothes to look better? Because there's plenty of people out there that got plenty of muscle and abs and put on a dress shirt and look like a motherfucking Lego character. Like, it just looks crazy on them. It's like, what are you wearing, fam? Like, you look square as hell. <laughs> but, you know, it, it really depends on ultimately what do you want? And, and internally, I would say just seek whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you happiest is where you always going to land. Heard the two chains. Shout out to everybody that put on a little bit of that quarantine thick. It's basically what we taking away at the end of the day. And the more you move, the better you will feel. I remember the quarantine thick episode. That now, 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 as soon as you said two chains, it came around full See? circle See? moment. You was confusing people, places. Man, your news was all kind of fucked up, Kyle. Because it was. I want to tell you, it wasn't ripped, Tony. It was not ripped. <laughs> Well, we, got, we got to inform you. We got to get you situated. We got to make sure that it's time. Please inform me. It's time for that rip from the headlines, goddammit. And man, oh man, we are coming in hot for this wild world of wellness this week, Brother Jones. I got to start you off with the good, my brother. And the good is coming from the folks over at Afrotech. Are you familiar with that periodical? Oh, yeah. You know, they the homies. Okay. So since Afrotech is the homies, my man, I'm imagining that you saw that Lil Yachty and Terrell Owens, Lil Boat, Lil Boat was out here making an investment inside of a plant-based nutrition company called Plant Fuel out here, man. I had to give this brother a shout out for doing multiple reasons. One, because he's dipping his toes inside the $1.5 trillion industry. I'm gonna say it again. We are a $1.5 trillion industry mm. that we are getting this hip hop, and professional athletes, black businessmen investing inside Brother Jones. I got to understand, how did you feel about that? Before I even get into my feelings about that, we're talking about T.O. T.O. Terrell Owens. Mm -hmm. For the layperson out there, that man was the first person in the lab. We talk about Le LeBron being in the lab. No, no, no. Terrell Owens had 4% body fat. Constantly, year-round. Year-round, <laughs> which is almost... Damn near impossible to maintain as a human. Strong as hell, too. Like, but but four percent body fat, and even he's what in his fifties now, probably. Yep. In his fifties now, will give any eighteen-year-old a run for their money. The work. Like seeing him, seeing him work out the way he did, really definitely inspired me to get into the wellness journey. So I had to make that claim first. So I'm excited for anything that he touches or anything that he's you know inspiring other people to do but little boat man shout out to him on the low the young homie he's been making a lot of investment moves ever since the the complex and the joe button beef and he was like yo you don't know what the 360 deal is he didn't he didn't turned up and more now and he didn't went and cashed a lot of checks after that so and making power investments inside of something that again is a healthy choice inside mm. of our community, man. Most What's definitely. your thoughts on that side? I mean, I, I can only celebrate that. You know, I, I did see his hot wings challenge. Now, if you've never seen Lil Yachty's <laughs> hot wing challenge... Never caught that little boat. It will, it will brighten your day. 
I feel like I'm burning all my taste buds yeah. with a flame torch. I just want you to know that because that man has never had hot chicken before. <laughs> I know this is a, a, a step left from the plant base. I was going to say, we was going plant base, we was going to help you out. For the out there, if you ever need a, something to lift your day, go see Lil Yachty's Hot Wings. Well, they were not the only people in hip hop culture <laughs> that was dipping into the vegan lifestyle, my man. You say. The big homie Hove and Chris Paul also partnered up on another plant-based investment. Both are coming in at about $3 million to invest in a black-owned dairy alternative brand. Mm. Also coming into this market right now, man. So they're, they're working on primarily something to simulate uh, cheeses and, and other dairy products that is inside there. But it is a black-owned company that is investing in health and wellness inside of our communities, backed by Jay-Z and 1CP3. How do you feel about that, Jones? One could say that this is something we push for. You better believe it. Long ago. Been talking about it. You know, I think we started a podcast maybe in what, like, ah, man, how many years ago was that? Come on now, Is that about three years ago? We got the archives to prove it. (laughs) And we was like, yo, I think if hip hop got into wellness and they combined, it might be a thing. It makes so much more sense. This is what I've been trying to scream out to people, man. And yet, here we are. I'm happy to see that they're moving in this direction, man. So salute to all the brothers that are making the power investments inside that direction, Brother Jones. But unfortunately, you okay. uh, you understand that. If that's the good, you know we got to move into some of the bad and then definitely some of the ugly, my man. And No bueno. The no bueno, one of the reports that are coming back as we're starting to look into some things that are progressing through the 2021 year, there is reportedly a 40% drop that has happened on digital fitness, specifically on the platform known as Peloton, my man. I know we've talked about this many times, many Mm -hmm. occasions, but as outside has opened up, Mm -hmm. turns out that people don't really want to be on this goddamn machine inside, man. How you feel about that, bro? I mean, one could have called that. One could have predicted such a thing. I think, you know, in all honesty, Peloton, they really got their traction in a time when people couldn't go outside. They right. capitalized on the market at a pristine moment inside of us all being captive inside of our homes. Yeah. To their credit, they did try to do engaging things like bringing Beyonce in and the runs they were doing with Ali Love. Like they have a community that's there, but it's Dude. hard to keep people confined in this one space when outside opens. When outside opens, you have to be more dynamic in your storytelling, man. And I can only hope that they are able to recover some of that area that they made up while we were in lockdown. A company like that, I'm holding hope that they're going to be able to pivot and come in with something, you know, that's going to be really provocative, really strong coming forward. And if they can't, Kyle, I will always tell people out there that they can employ the powers of off the strength at moments like this. When you don't have the sauce and you need something to be compelling and captivating inside of this wellness arena, Brother Jones, yeah, yeah. where do they need to turn? Off the strength.com <laughs> in their hours of darkness. Cause we could come right in and we could take this shit over. We can make it happen. Stretch it, re-up, flip it. Yeah. <laughs> Stretch it, re-up, and flip it. You, you just believe it. You just keep redoing it. Making you know? that whole thing work out. And speaking of redoing it inside of wellness and coming off of the last couple stories. Okay, that was bad. I have another questionably bad situation that came inside here, and I have to bring up the conversation 
that is at the top of everybody's timeline right now. Talking about CLB season is upon us. I'm talking about the love boys out here. You see the, the hearts on the rosé inside here today. We have to talk about that man from up north. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, he's talking about Aubrey Graham. Come on, we got to talk about Aubrey Graham. Now, Kyle, I don't know if you understand why he's coming up in a questionably bad situation this week, but did you hear anything about what he was talking about in his newest video that he just put out with Future and Young Thug, my brother? I did not. <laughs> uh, I saw a clip of what looked like him on like a bicep curl machine. Yes. That was it? <laughs> this that is was... what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is why he is being brought up in this section. I'm feeling too sexy to accept requests. But I got a lot of questions about the workout that this man is doing inside of his new workout video. Direct line of objection <laughs> for some of the stuff that I saw in this video. But I would like to call this into question. Now everybody's talking about pitting Kanye versus Drake in a lot of different categories. I'm going to tell you right now that this Too Sexy song that he's got out right now is giving a run for its money. The workout plan that Kanye used to have. Hey, what's up, girl? Hey, Kanye's workout plan. That was the. That was the. That was there. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to get him out the box with a too sexy for my shirt. You gotta hear it, they man. They flip too sexy for my shirt. You gotta hear it. You gotta see the video. The visuals is all kind of crazy. The boy Aubrey has lost his goddamn mind. The shit is hysterical. But he's coming into our lane again. I gotta keep telling people that this hip hop and wellness shit is here. This man is looking down the camera lens doing curls and doing hip thrusts at the same time. He was doing um, curls and hip thrusts? I'm trying to tell you it's at nasty. the same time. The video opens up with a warning that if you watch it too many times, you might get pregnant. I don't know how else to give you <laughs> the breakdown of where this man is coming in, but CLB. It's upon us, my I'm sure man. that don't belong in the ugly. Hey. <laughs> that was just the bad. That's just the bad. That's the, that's the muy no bueno right there. <laughs> See, when I saw the clip, it, it was on like somebody's uh, story or something or whatever it was, but it wasn't any volume on it. So I just kind of saw him sitting down. I'm like, that looked like a... It looked like a curl machine that he he's doing. doing curls. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh with the headband on. The with headband, the headband. It's always nasty work with the headband. The band, I can't give him a Look, hard time about the band, though. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this, this is the PSA. If you're not playing ball or tennis <laughs> or something where you're going to be sweating profusely, leave a headband at home. Love boys keeping the headband on, man. Don't put I can't it on. knock them. I wear the headband when I'm working out. I can knock a lot of other crazy shit that's happening in that video. You got to go home and watch it. Curls and thrust. <laughs> Curl and thrust. At the same time. <laughs> you it's, know? It's a lot happening inside there, man. He's elongating the muscles amongst other things. He's, is what you're he's making something happen, man. But he was just landing in the bad category for that egregious nature that he took on our field. You know what I'm saying? He came inside here to try and take that over. I, I can't condone it. But, Kyle, that is not the ugliest story that I came across this week, my man. I don't know, man. It sounds like it. My man, in an article from Self Magazine this week, I was reading about... Not Self. Self Magazine. I touch down on Self from time to time, my man. I don't want to know about that. I got to check out what's going on in these streets, Kyle. And apparently, weight-focused workplace wellness programs are coming across with a stigma that is leading to some inequality and leaving people behind. So uh, let me unpack this. I was about to say, let's go back and run that one more time. Weight, focus, wellness, programming. Yes. So what ends up happening is that in some companies, some corporations are incentivizing people based off of monitors that you would wear, much like your Apple Watch that I see over here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we've talked about on this show for a long time the connected devices being tied to healthcare programs. Yes. So there are some healthcare programs that are giving people incentives on how much they're moving, how many different reps they're doing throughout the course of the day, steps, workout programs, all of that kind of stuff, directly tied to your healthcare yeah. program, right? So if your healthcare program is also being subsidized by your job, and it's starting to look at things like your net weight as an indicator of how successful you are inside this space. Ooh. It is giving people who are working out, but as we know, we talked about this, health is not a monolithic thing. Some people are just naturally bigger. They started off with more weight and they're still moving around, but you're starting to see this algorithm miscalculating these people as not necessarily performing the right way and they are being penalized, Kyle penalized because of how their morphology comes into play now i remember saying that these devices that connect to all of these different places will be used against you eventually if you don't pay attention to how much information we're sharing brother jones i gotta come back to this and say this is what i was talking about when i've been saying that if you have people that can connect your healthcare information with your movement information and then also be incentivized by a profit margin this is a nice storm of things that tend to put the consumer in the wrong place. What's your thoughts on that, my man? No, nah, that's definitely way uglier than uh, Drake's album, for sure. It's, or, it's uglier than the thrust and curl, I can oh, tell you that. It is. And, you know, we, we definitely talked about this earlier. And I think that the problem then comes is, like you said, when, when you're marginalizing these people based upon like, yo, well, I've been a lot of things in life. I ain't never been skinny. You get what I'm saying? So if my workout regimen to make me happy, to you know, that I want to live my life through is not meeting your standard of expectation for my job, now I'm getting penalized? It's tricky. And then you also got, you know, the chick that woke up and could do a backflip by the time she was born and wakes up and runs, you know, eight miles every day and before she feeds her cat and have our coffee, like she's getting rewarded just yeah. because of the life that she's been conditioned to live. Even to a deeper level than that, there's a person that might look like that girl that you're describing, but does none of that activity. Going out partying, drinking, smoking every night, but that's not going to come across on your, on your watch, True. on your phone. And there's somebody that might be bigger than her that is eating the right way, working out, hitting the workouts all the just time. Just not hitting that mark. It just doesn't add up, right? Yeah. So so we got to pay attention to the levels of information and really parse through how we're deciphering this, you know, what are we calling healthy? And that's, that's really getting to the core of the, the crooks in the matter, right? Like, for instance, something like a body mass index, right? Which so outdated. It's, that's exactly my point, Kyle. And, and bought to insurance companies came up with that. This is why I'm trying to give people the science. Now, I know as where that comes well from. As well as the heart rate. Like that 120 over 80 was based upon insurance company. You got to break that science out because I don't think a lot of the lay people out here, Kyle, understand why these things are not necessarily the most accurate depiction. So if we're going with BMI first, BMI is basically your body mass index. So in the layman's terms, depending on how tall I am, I'm supposed to weigh a certain amount. Yep. Right. So if I am... So for me, I am 5'11 and 3 fourths. I'm not six feet, I know. The doctor won't ever give it to me. If I got shoes on, I might be six feet. That's a long story. Nonetheless, first of all, just the three fourths is on face. 5'11. <laughs> Nobody three, that. I got long legs and a short torso. You know what I mean? It's, it's a thing. Nonetheless, by definition, my BMI, I'm supposed to weigh 170 pounds. Mm -hmm. So you have, I think it's three different categories. It's like 
what you're supposed to weigh, underweight, and then overweight. Yep. And then I think there might be an obese category. Yeah, there definitely is. But if you don't weigh that, like I say right now, I'm comfortably sitting at, I ain't been on a scale. I'm somewhere probably like 230, 235. So I'm supposed to weigh 170 by this BMI. And for the listeners out there, technically, I would be overweight. I, I might even be obese, be obese on, on a BMI scale. But like, fam, I got abs. I run. I lift. What the BMI does not take into account is muscle density. It doesn't take any of the subcutaneous tissues into not. that equation, right? So it is, by and large, a wide approach to get as many people included underneath here who don't work out. So yep. BMI was really talking about people who are not necessarily in this demographic. The average person. If you're lifting, density of the tissue that you have on your body is going to be different. More dense tissue weighs more. So just looking at an antiquated system and now looking at it with new technology, we have to realize what we're doing when we're making these people feel marginalized inside of these spaces. And that, my friend, is why I have to bring that into the good, the bad, most definitely the ugly this week, Brother Joe. Oof, yeah, the ugly hurt. It lands. Yeah. But I've been saying these damn connected devices connecting to your healthcare system, connecting to your pockets, connecting to everything is going to eventually come home to roost, man. Hopefully, we're able to push this into a different direction, get a little bit higher up. You know what I mean? Oh, you're saying we're trying to. Can we get much higher? Not on that note, but. Uh, <laughs> eventually, one day we're going to get One day I'm going to get that note. We need to get you some tea. <laughs> Gotta get, <laughs> get you situated with some chamomile, you know, some honey, some, some manuka honey. Get you out. Get All you, the above. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. We'll get you there. Uh, <laughs> don't raise me for soul, y'all. That. But now we're going to raise the bar, good folks. Let's get it. That's what we're here. We're here to raise the bar. And today's raise the bar, you know, Brother Tone here has, has enlightened me on some things. You know, you, you've enlightened me that people just don't know what roll up. And roll out is. I've been trying to tell you, man. Or what it's about, why you should be there, all the above. Let's get right. So I felt, why not raise the bar? Or what better way to raise the bar than to talk about this roll up and roll out, brother Tone? Give them the deep science, Kyle. Now, before we get into the deep science, let's, let's just unpack the name for namesake, right? So roll up is referring to many different things like pulling up, mm-hmm. come out, mm-hmm. come kick it. Or if we're talking about medicinal purposes, you know, if we're talking about some greenery, some, you know, a little... Uh, herbal essence? A little herbal essence, if you will. Okay. To roll that. I'm talking about weed, man, for the layperson who just... I, I, I'm too cool for y'all. <laughs> you gotta get I just it to can't him. get it. I'm talking about the weeds. The weed? <laughs> Shout the out to Stephen A. Weeds? <laughs> will get you to where you need to be. That's the roll up. Now, rolling out is referring to your muscles, right? Because we just talked about muscles. We just talked about density. So let me give the person a quick two seconds on muscles. Your muscles are like a rubber band, Okay. right? So a rubber band at its most relaxed state is chilling. You stretch it out a little bit, it gets a little more tight. You stretch it out even further, it gets a little more tight. Those are your muscles, right? So that relaxed state is your muscle at rest. You go out, run, you go bike, you go do some crazy shit, it's gonna be a little more tight. You don't stretch. You wake up the next day, you do the same thing. That muscle's gonna get a little more tight and it never gets back to that relaxed state. So in order to get a muscle to that relaxed state, you gotta roll it out manually. It's called myofascial release. Mm -hmm. That's what the foam roller is for. It could comparably be compared to 
rolling out dough. If you ever made a pizza, you ever made some bread, you gotta gotta roll. You gotta knead the dough, Tony. Get it? Kneading the you dough. Gotta knead the dough. You gotta roll it out. So that's what you have to do to your muscles, and that is included but not limited to your quads, your hamstrings, your calf muscles, your shins, your lats, whatever you need from top to bottom is what you need to roll. Talking that full body karate, my All the above. Now, let's talk about why I made this class. Let's go. And why I'm offering it to these people. I made this class because I want your simple tasks that you don't think about, that you're in pain for every day that you do, to not be painful. Like putting on socks, putting on shoes, walking upstairs, bending down in the grocery store to get something off the bottom shelf. Bending down to get anything off the ground could be problematic for anybody that is in that 30 and over club. Cause the number one cause of back pain? You know what the number one cause of back pain is, Tony? I, I got like number 99. <laughs> I was like, I'm probably not the best candidate for it, bro. Number one, all types of shit. <laughs> the number one cause of back pain for people 30 and over is a bend and twist. Mm-hmm. You know what a bend and twist is, Tony? That's that move that you hit when you reach into the backseat for them kids. It could be reaching the... <laughs> The kid in the back seat. <laughs> you know if you're <laughs> you said what? Give it. <laughs> oh, oh my back. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> any of that, right? I, I'm, I'm reaching down to pick something up, and somebody called my name, shoe, and huh? I look. Huh? <laughs> that's that bend and twist, right? Is it's a non-contact injury, and it will take you out the game. It definitely would. That's why I made this class is because I have been injured, bro. I've torn my ACL twice. I've went to rehab. I have done it from physical therapy for eight months. Like my physical therapy was eight months of me working out every day from about, let's say, 12 to six. Mm-hmm. Just knee rehab. I'm talking the whole kit and caboodle. I'm talking ice i'm talking stem i'm talking single leg balance i'm talking force flexion have you ever had to experience a force flexion tony yes <laughs> it ain't fun do you, do you see me here it's like <laughs> it ain't fun it's really not but I, I i digress right the the point that i want to bring to this is that the class is about teaching people how to stretch it's knowing more about your body i feel like people just don't learn about their body in school like you you get the basics of like here's your head here's your neck and you don't get muscle names you don't get functions you don't get origins and insertions you know where your muscles attach at where they don't you don't get any of the things that you need to know to help you keep this thing that you're in alive facts that's really the point. That's that's the point of the class. Now, when we talk about the herbal essence, mm-hmm. when we talk about the greenery, natural botanicals, the natural botanicals, the flowers, mm-hmm. right? Now, I discovered that my junior year in college, right? Okay. That was when it was literally on some half-baked shit when it was like, yo, who's the fifth member of the crew? It was <laughs> it was the greenery. It was, oh, yeah, we need him. Everybody putting the up. The guy on the couch. Yeah, the guy <laughs> on the couch. We need him. Everybody's going to roll up. Now, 
for those of you that don't partake in such things, you don't have to. There's not a force on you. But for those of you that do, I bet you've never stretched in that state. And what I found is that when you are in that elevated state, you are a lot more in tune with your body, right? Your body is way more responsive. You can feel the things that you need to feel. It's like, oh, what's this over here? This is a little, feels a little tight. Let me roll this. Oh, I can move my shoulder now in a way that I didn't even know I could before. Whole new discovery. It's a whole new discovery. And what myofascial release is in its true essence is an exploration of your body right i can tell you what you should feel what you could feel what you might feel but it's more about what you and your body communicate with each other what do y'all discover and that's what the class is about is me helping you navigate your body so that you and your body can have a better communication system my man how does that sound brother Sounds splendid to me, man. If I could just reflect a couple different things back. Come on, to lay it out, man. What's up? You know, first, the thing that stands out to me the most that people might not understand is just the unpacking of what feeling good versus feeling bad might mean. Mm. I would tell you that most people that are operating and walking around on a day-to-day basis, Kyle, yep. they're probably in some type of referred or deferred pain. And they just move around it. You know what I mean? So I'm talking about people who start to elect to not move in different circumstances. Yep. So it's like, I'm not going to take the stairs. I'm going to take the elevator because that little thing that is in my body may be feeling a little creaky or my knee feels a little creaky. And it always starts with that small little check engine light thing. Hey, when I stepped out of bed, my feet hurt for some reason. Or I felt my neck weird in a different way. And just to that... I just really want to unpack that side of things because a lot of people, the lay people, as we keep referring to them. The lay person. They don't realize that this is not a natural occurrence inside of your body. No. I don't want to make pain something that we just work around. And I know that that is the typical course of action. Mm. It should be a signal to you that you need to do something to augment your daily behavior in order to take it back into your control and move into the right direction. So what this brother's here is offering you is an exploration in that pain system inside of your body. Now I will tell you unapologetically that until you understand what pain is, you will never fully understand what pleasure is inside of your body. Not to make it sensational, but if you can move all of your system better, everything that you need to do is going to be improved. We need a doctor. Look at it. By this situation. So, from the bottom of your foot all the way up to the back of your neck, if you're interested in moving better for anything that you might need to do in your extracurricular activities, I'm going to tell you why you need to roll out. I'm going to tell you why that as you roll out, you're moving, you're breathing, and you're releasing some of this tension that might be stored for all different types of reasons. Something that you need to cherish. And particularly in my case, Kyle, as my motion is limited right now, and I, I don't have a lot of things that I'm used to moving around, I'm reimagining what that pain kind of relationship is. So I'm in pain constantly, but it's different types of pain. You know, I'm compensating for different types of moving patterns, not because I'm trying not to move a certain way, but because this is the only thing my body can do right now. That same continuum 
if I don't understand and acknowledge where my pain is coming from, I might just kind of move in that direction and end up making myself way worse. My day-to-day -day situation is right now, current and present, doing all of that stuff. So my foot is messed up, both of my knees are messed up, my hip, my back. I am rolling out on my own because I know how important it is. And I understand how the soft tissue that surrounds all the joints that I'm gonna have to have a crazy amount of operations on and all the rest of that stuff, I'm making my path to getting actually better a lot shorter because I'm invested in this roll up and roll out situation, bro, in a real way. And the last part on that roll up side, there is something that comes from doing anything that is ritualistic. And I will say ritualism is a sacred practice on its own. Now, I know we're talking about the weed. The weeds. For the sake of the weed. But this plant is an alternative to some very harsh medications that people have been addicted to. Some that I've been avoiding my own prescriptions for during the whole runway of everything that I've been going through. And I'm talking about from the top. They was ready to hit me with everything. I got hit by a whole fucking van. You know how many types of painkillers I can get right now. Of course. You I got know how many side effects come with those things? How many prescriptions I have that I was just like, nah, you can save that. I don't need any of that. And yeah. specifically, I have a brush in my family with somebody getting addicted to these pain pills that made me say that I'm never going to touch this shit ever again in my life. So managing my pain, managing my inspiration for moving around and just understanding what I need to do for my own body practice. It has come from that ritualism that comes about with this medicinal plant that I'm using to help myself in that direction. So I, I have to let everybody know why this is something that is not just a, yo, let's just pull up and just burn it down and let's get, you know, get something going. No, this is intentional. There's a lot of direction and there's a lot of benefit that comes from that, Kyle. So I had to get that to you, bro. I appreciate that, brother. I Most mean, definitely. in all honesty, this I want to break this down for the people. It, it's way more dense than, than most people would think. But, you know, the the short of it is, is it's not a hard sell. I know how to stretch. I know how to prevent my pain. And I don't wake up in pain every day. I've had two knee surgeries and I move better than probably half of y'all that have never had surgery. Right. So the, the short of it is, is how much do you care about your body to come out and to learn something new, to communicate with your body? When's the last time you checked that check engine light? When's the last time you did something for the first time? Got the check. That's it. And you, you brought up that, that balance, man. And, and I know we, we winding down a little bit, but I, that's the real key point because the, the pain and pleasure you know, uh, dichotomy, if yeah. you will, they have to exist. But then when you're stretching specifically in muscles, you get into that PNF stretching, which is like that uh, proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation, which means that I, I have to shut one side off to get the other side to relax, to like actually stretch and do the work, right? Um, often seen in like, uh, like a hamstring stretch or, or if I'm stretching the, the quads and trying to push my foot to my butt, like all the things. Like it, it's, a, it's a whole rabbit hole of stuff that you got to go into. But nonetheless, that balance has to be there. It's a constant push and pull in order to get to where you need to be. Such is life. Such is life. And, you know, with, with that being said, man, I, I think about, you know, 
relaxing sometimes, man. Yeah, man. You know how how was how was you relaxing responsibly man. this week, brother? Man, Tone? oh man, I I got my relaxation on, brother Jones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pivot into that in a second, but I do also want to just land on where my brother's coming from again, because my man, people don't understand that we actually went to school for this shit because we come on here. And oh, for sure. Man. You know. So the NASM folks out here will tell you what he just laid out is that inhibit, lengthen, activate, and integrate protocol that is straight from the NASM textbook. I dare you to come test me. I promise you I have every certification that you could ever want to achieve in life. I got, I got them all. It's God MC shit. He got that too? Don't talk about it. <laughs> I Why really want people to understand. TRX? I might not flex because sometimes people don't understand. Any, anything you want, you can get the smoke. Recovery. Anything. Damn I, I feel like people miss that part of the show. They, <laughs> we they, joke around. People forget that, like, fam, I am a fitness professional. This is what I'm trying to tell like, you. Like, I went to school for this. I'm No disrespect to anybody, but I didn't just pick up fitness for fun and started training people because I had abs. It, it's cool if you did, it's but it's cool not the same game. <laughs> but it's not the same as if you went to school and have an education to back Everything that you're saying. My last point on this is that Rick Ritchie, who teaches the NASM course, is the homie because real recognizes real. <laughs> it's this just something true. that you go back and look at it. Look at who's teaching these classes all throughout the city. Forget that. If you don't recognize that Off the Strength is here because we've put the reps in the game, you're missing the point. This is all I need. People never care until it's RIP. Niggas turn their back on me for no good reason. Loyalty is priceless and it's all I need. Can't burn a bridge just to light my way. Lot of 42 on the flights I'm taking. Okay, how was I relaxing? Because I got to get back to the relaxation. You got you had to get it off your chest. I had to get it off my chest, man, because people don't really understand that we, we actually do this for real, for real. You know what I mean? This is not a game. It's not a game. Not a game. Ain't talking about practice. Ain't, ain't talking practice. about, yeah, none of that, man. But I got a chance, my man, to get some whining and dining on to Word? get my relaxation, my Oh, brother. did you now? I checked in at Charlie Bird. Have you ever been to Charlie Bird, man? <laughs> you know I haven't. <laughs> Come on, bro. You got to check down that. My, my Not people. CB. CB. Now, if you understand Charlie Bird, that's Charlie Bird Parker is short for it, right? Now, Charlie Bird Parker is one of the predominant people inside of our heritage coming from the jazz idiom, my man. So... Got to understand the hard bop era. Got to understand what that birth and everything that came Sweetie from. Dee -doo -dee this man originated in some of his spaces. And if you look at some of his, his tracks early on, there's a lot of hip-hop energy that comes across there. So if it's a spot that's named after this man, I got to go check that out. Now, I've been there before, but I got a chance to have a really good meal over there. It's an Italian joint that has nothing but hip-hop playing throughout there. I loved every second of it. Had a lovely meal, and then after that, I had to kick it over to KR. You know what I'm talking about? Had to have a nice cocktail over at KR, and that's because it was inspired by my man over here. <laughs> I'm talking about another space over in the city. I ain't going to give it all the way out. Of course not. Because I don't want too many people to flood my spot. <laughs> I got to take my man there before they get over there. But Members only. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was whining and dining, Brother Jones. Restoring the feeling out here on the good foot. 
I hear you. Yeah? I'm happy for That's you. That's how I relax responsibly. You, How'd you relax this you, week? You move around a lot for a man on crutches. I, I just, just wore out the bottom of another set of them damn things. I did a whole other set. <laughs> Booting know, and scooting, bro. Yeah, you make, you're making money moves <laughs> for hey, sure. you better believe it. Now, uh, CLB season is upon us. <laughs> man, so sometimes you, you got to force it. You know? Okay. You, you got to force the relaxation on it. Um, I, I saw somebody posted the other day that, like, it was like, yo, it's important for creative people to sometimes just do nothing. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's that's where my relaxation time comes in. It's like, yo, I just need some time every day, whether it be in the morning, whether it be in the afternoon or the evening, but just to like realign gotta recharge just to but just to check in with the chakras you know what i'm saying take a deep breath make sure everything's in alignment stretch the shoulders out just kind of let the weight of the world go off the back and 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 get back to it you know so i've been doing that lately i've been a lot more active than i have been before so like been biking crazy i've been i've been running and uh you know just kind of on the move mm-hmm. you know I, I can't really sit still but the when i do I, I make sure that it's intentional i take a deep breath and probably with the weaves <laughs> In- inhale the greatness exhale the bullshit you know i just try to strive for something that i'm hopeful for tony got you bro is there anything that you hopeful for this week you know i always got some hope in my situation man you know as i stay on committed on this road to recovery brother jones i had to dig back into some of our collegiate streets i had to switch up my regimen because i wasn't feeling like the doctors that was looking after me actually cared about me so i tapped back into my community of course i was able to find some people because we actually do this shit oh yeah that was willing to help me out okay. so i'm hopeful that my new direction that i'm heading in on this road to recovery is going to be uplifted by some people that i already knew inside the industry and i'm going to make sure that the next steps are going to be my best steps bro that's what i'm hopeful about word side note shout out to dave and richard james uh dave was the at for the nigerian basketball team you're talking about afalabi you're talking about afalabi not Hot Honey Dave. Not Hot Honey Dave. Dave. That's Dave. But shout out to him. Shout too. out to Dave too. We're going to talk about Dave him. too. But <laughs> shout out to Afalabi. Uh, uh, you know, and he was out there, man, doing what he does best with athletes and, you know, getting people to that point. But I hear you, man. And I'm hopeful that if you don't come to class on Tuesday and if you don't smoke or you're scared to stretch or you're scared to, to be in a room with people, whatever your case may be, I hope that you take this message and know that you do need to further your education and communication with your body, right? If you wake up in pain, know that that's a choice. Know that that can be reversed. If you don't know the pain that you're in, you've probably been avoiding it. So take that deeper look, that introspective look inside to see where can I improve? What can I be better at? And who can I seek for that help? Mm. Who can I run to? Who can I run to <laughs> when I need stretching? <laughs> hey, I was like, I don't know if he was going to hit that note. No. Nah. But we was waiting for it. <laughs> I am not escaped. I ain't got it in me. So we're going to escape out this we part. We're going to get right up out of that Once again, it's been another fantastic episode of Off The Strength. <laughs> I am K.R. Jones. And I'm a trainer called Tony. Peace Peace and and much much love. love. See y'all out there until next time. We see you soon.
What's good, everybody? I'm a trainer called Tony, and I am here from the infamous Off The Strength Podcast, asking you today, listeners, viewers, wherever you may be, to please like, listen, and subscribe to our podcast. This is how we're going to continue to be able to deliver you the best goddamn wellness information out here. So if you want to keep hearing this, you want us to keep growing, you are a part of this show just as much as anything else. So please go to offthestrength.com. Make sure you check out our blogs. Make sure you check us out on IG. And if you're hearing this voice and you didn't hit that subscribe button, know that Kyle is going to come looking for you. (laughs) You got that right.